Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, are you ready for some football? The Titans take on the Buffalo Bills on Monday Night Football. I'm getting you ready for this game from every angle possible. First, we're going to talk my keys to victory on offense and defense. I'll tell you why the Titans need to be using a similar philosophy on the defensive side of the ball to win. Then we'll look at my players to watch, and I'll tell you why this is the biggest game of Caleb Farley's young career. And then finally, can the Titans pull off another primetime upset win over the Bills? I'll give you my game and score prediction. So a full preview of the Titans' Monday night football tilt against the Buffalo Bills on today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it! You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, it is a game preview edition of the Locked on Titans podcast, getting you ready for this Monday night football matchup between the Titans and the Bills. Do want to let you know that this game preview is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. You pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com. Promo code locked on. Thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. If this is your first ever listen, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. I am going to be putting out daily, Monday through Friday, and sometimes Saturday, Tennessee Titans content on all platforms all year long and always for free here on the Locked On Titans podcast. That includes the Locked On Titans YouTube channel. Subscribe there, smash the notification bell. Throw a thumbs up on the video if you think the Titans are going to beat the Buffalo Bills. Check me out on Twitter for my in-game analysis and all my film content throughout the week at Tic Tac Titans. Check out the show Facebook page at Locked on Titans Pod. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Nearly 25 years as a Tennessee Titans fanatic and a certified film junkie. So make sure you stick with me all season long and beyond here on the Locked on Titans podcast where it's your team every day. But diving straight into my keys to victory here. We're going to start on offense because I think the offense has the full attention of the fan base at this moment in time. And for me, I know it sounds cliche. I know it sounds old school. But again, I said familiar philosophies. And I mentioned defense, but offense as well. The Titans need to control the clock. They simply don't have as explosive of an offense as the Buffalo Bills. They don't have as many explosive options on offense as they've had in past years when they played the Buffalo Bills. A.J. Brown and Julio Jones combined for 10 catches, 150 yards, and made big plays throughout. I mean, A.J. Brown was responsible for seven catches and 91 yards of that on his own. Uh, Derrick Henry had 20 carries for 143 yards and three touchdowns in last year's game against Buffalo. That's the one thing that the Titans can replicate this year. So the Titans have to control the clock with the run game. Simply keep Josh Allen off the field as much as you can. I know, once again, that's a classic and cliched approach to playing a team with more talent than you, but I think 
that is the smartest route for the Titans. And simply put, everything about what the Titans do now has to be predicated off the run game, even more so than it has been in the past, when obviously that has been a, a huge pinpoint of everything the Titans have done over recent years. So I think it has to be even accentuated. It has to be even bigger than what they've done before. Derrick Henry has to get going. The Titans have to be able to consistently run the ball and keep Josh Allen off the field, keep the ball in their hands. And it's multifaceted to get the Titans going as they go through the rest of the season. And then, of course, in this game, allow them to keep Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills offense off the field as much as possible. Uh, as for the passing game, the Titans just have to find a way to keep Ryan Tannehill clean. They only gave up one sack last week, and it was really a coverage sack. It wasn't pinned on any of the offensive linemen directly by pro football focus, and I would agree with that from my tape study. So the Titans offensive line did a good job last week. Two good interior defensive linemen of the Giants in Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams, but obviously we know they were banged up on the edge, and uh, Buffalo is not banged up on the edge. I believe defensive tackle Ed Oliver may not play in this game. He was ruled out, but uh, they still have Von Miller. They still have Gregory Russo, amongst others, on the defensive line. A great defensive line in Buffalo. How will the Titans' offensive line, who we had questions about coming into the year, everybody was worried. They got a pretty good matchup. Week one played pretty well. How are they going to respond against one of the best defensive fronts in the NFL? This will be a good gauge of where the Titans' offensive line is at. So they got to keep Ryan Tannehill clean and not let Buffalo's defensive line dominate like they did against the Rams. The Titans gave up zero sacks to Buffalo in the game in 2021, but Buffalo had seven sacks in the game against Los Angeles in Week 1, and obviously the big difference here is now they have Von Miller. So... Um, how the Titans are able to keep Tannehill clean and how the Titans are able to move bodies in the run game. I think the offensive line, this is a big litmus test for them. So we're going to know how we really feel about the Titans offensive line early in the season after this game. But on the defensive side of the ball, like I said, it's a familiar game plan. And guys who have been listening to the show and folks who have been listening to the show since I started doing it before 2019 season know this term. Bush rush, and that's uh, not necessarily what they're going to call it at different levels, but that's what I was uh, taught growing up is when you when you rush and you don't want to, you know, give up your outside discipline. I talked about this early in the week. The Titans pass rush cannot get too far past Josh Allen, and they can't open up holes through the middle either. The Titans have to keep him contained. They can't rush as aggressively as they normally do because they must keep Josh Allen in the pocket and force him to win with accurate throws from the pocket. Jeffrey Simmons talked about it earlier this week. You can't let him get out and get to his right. And heck, you can't let him get out and get to his left because he can still run or make a make a pass and play make. The Titans can't let Josh Allen get out of the pocket and play sandlot football because it's just so difficult to cover his receivers for that long. It creates an element of chaos that is not beneficial to the Titans defense. So a mush rush. Don't rush as aggressively as you normally do. Just keep Josh Allen hemmed in the pocket. Yeah, you want to get to the quarterback. No doubt about that. But you just have to be a little more smart about the way that you rush the passer when you play a guy like Josh Allen, like Lamar Jackson, like Patrick Mahomes. These guys who can play make. The Titans are used to this. They have this familiar game plan, and that mush rush and being disciplined in your pass rush is an absolute key to it. Not only that, 
But the Titans last year against Buffalo blitzed into the RPO. So Buffalo likes to run a ton of read pass option plays where Josh Allen can give it to the running back or he can throw a quick throw usually to the slot or to a tight end into the flat. Well, Buffalo likes to run a lot of that like the Titans expected the Giants to like to run a lot of that. And what the Titans did a lot last year is they sent Elijah Molden, who it'll be Ugo Amadi now, but I'm not too worried about that drop off. Ugo Amadi blitz into the RPO, get your hands up and get in those passing lanes and try to take away some of these easy six, seven, eight yard gains that Buffalo gets on early downs that makes it easy for them to have short drives. The Titans, generally speaking, want to make Josh Allen earn every single centimeter. So along with a mush rush and along with blitzing into the RPOs, I expect a ton of zone coverage from the Titans. Keep your eyes on Josh Allen. Don't let him have any easy opportunities to run because when you're in man coverage, it's easier for the quarterback to scramble. And if you're in man coverage for the first five seconds, then you got to do another three seconds of man coverage in a, in a scramble drill. Well, that makes it even more difficult. So I expect a lot of zone. I expect mush rush. And I expect some blitzes off the slot from the Titans to counteract that RPO game from the Buffalo Bills. That's a familiar game plan that the Titans have used against the Bills before. They've used it against the Chiefs. They used it against the Ravens. So hopefully Mike Vrabel will be, ex be able to get this defense to execute one of its number one most common philosophies that they're used to playing. But we're going to move forward to my players to watch in this game after looking at at my keys to victory on both offense and defense. Before we do get into my players to watch, do want to tell you guys a little bit more about our friends over at Prize Picks. So Prize Picks is daily fantasy made simple. You basically pick a roster of two to five players, and Prize Picks is going to have a projection for each player. Will Josh Allen have 2.5 or more touchdowns? Will he have less? Will Traylon Burks get 3.5 catches, more or less. And you just pick two to five players, pick their projection, and say whether it's going to be more or less. It's really that simple. You're not playing against a thousand different entries from different people. And they have every sport. It's not just the NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, NASCAR, esports. I mean, the list goes on. So obviously, get in there on Sunday or Monday night for uh, the Tennessee Titans, and uh, your entry can actually win 10 times the money. So I don't see where the downside is with prize picks. So download prize picks app or go to prizepicks.com right now. You can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 when you use promo code locked on. Once again, don't forget, use the promo code locked on. Get a 100% deposit match up to $100 at prizepicks.com. Titans fans, let's continue this game preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We just talked about my keys to victory on offense and defense. Now, I want to move to my players to watch, guys, or matchups that are just going to be huge in this game. Before we get into it, I want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Remember, it's Monday through Friday, daily Tennessee Titans content all year round for free, for free. 
Check out the Locked on Titans YouTube channel and check out the Locked on Titans podcast on whatever platform you do stream. But moving forward here, going into the big matchups to watch or the players I'm going to have my eye on, and we have to start with Caleb Farley. So Christian Fulton going to be out of this game. Dontrell Hilliard going to be out of this game. Tough for the Titans. A tough break. Um, but with Christian Fulton being out, that means it's time for Caleb Farley to play. And if you guys remember, Caleb Farley tore his ACL against Buffalo last year. So if you add in the symbolism, the redemption of coming back and getting a start against the team that you got injured against last year, if you think about what Caleb Farley has gone through thinking that he was going to be the starter, thinking that should be an opportunity that he would have, and then Roger McCreary coming in and and winning that spot. And, you know, I'm not saying he shouldn't have won that spot or anything. I'm just, you know, setting the stage. Think about how much this means to Caleb Farley. Not only that, but Titans fans want to see Caleb Farley play well. He was a first-round pick. The Titans need this guy to play well. They need him to take a step. So all of that together, just the Caleb Farley story. And then you add that to, he's going to have to guard people like on Monday night, Caleb Farley is going to be super, super important. Stephon Diggs, I'm guessing they're going to put Stephon Diggs on Caleb Farley as much as Buffalo can possibly manufacture. Not only that, but Gabriel Davis, who is banged up right now and may not play, but if he does play, that's a tough matchup. The other receivers that Buffalo would use, like an Isaiah McKenzie or a Jamison Crowder, those are tough matchups for Caleb Farley because they're, you know, small guys who are quick and fast. I like Caleb Farley in matchups against big physical receivers, but other than Gabe Davis, Buffalo doesn't have a ton of guys who are just super physically imposing. They're mostly guys who win with speed and quickness, which is tough for him. So a tough matchup, but based on all of the extenuating circumstances, This is the biggest game of Caleb Farley's career. He has to go out and play well if the Titans want to win this game in lieu of of Christian Fulton. He has to. He has to. So, biggest game for Caleb Farley. I think he's going to get a ton of Stephon Diggs. If you're somebody who owns Stephon Diggs in fantasy football, that might be great news to you. But, I mean, if Caleb Farley can win that matchup, that'll go a long way or at least do well in some spots in that matchup. Stephon Diggs is going to get his. He... Hit, uh, got Jackrabbit on the post and quarters last year in the game. So, Stephon Diggs is going to get his. But if Caleb Farley can just hold his own, I think it'll be a, a, a big moment in the biggest game of his young career, admittedly young career so far. Other than that, last week, excuse me, the Giants did not have a very talented tight end group. It wasn't something that I was worried about. This week, though, with Dawson Knox, am a little worried about it. So, Lonnie Johnson who was out last week with injury but practiced all week. I think Lonnie Johnson makes an impact in this game, covering Dawson Knox in dime packages. Last week, they had a Monty Hooker in that role, and he was actually guarding Saquon Barkley when the Titans went into dime, and they had Joshua Kalu and Kevin Byard playing deep. I think this week they let a Monty Hooker and Kevin Byard play back deep, and they have Lonnie Johnson as the third safety in dime packages, and he is one-on-one against Dawson Knox, and they go back to putting David Long on the running back because Motor Singletary is not Saquon Barkley. So 
I expect to see some Lonnie Johnson. And if they don't do that, then it'll be Amani Hooker on Dawson Knox. And either way, that tight end versus safety matchup and passing situations is going to be critical. But I'm hoping that we get a little Lonnie Johnson action this week so Amani Hooker and Kevin Byer can focus on playing back deep and hopefully getting a couple of interceptions off Josh Allen. On the offensive side of the ball, Nicholas Petit-Ferrer against Vaughn Miller. You know that the Bills are going to hunt that matchup. The rookie did pretty solid last week. He got a little help here and there, but he was the number one rated offensive tackle rookie in the NFL per pro football focus, so good job to MPF. The Giants didn't have Vaughn Miller, though. And there were some moments of concern with NPF in the preseason where I was like, you know, he's probably better than Raiden's, but boy, you know, still a little worrisome. He's going to get some help from Swain. He's going to get some help from Haskins out of the backfield, chipping. We know that they're going to help, but it's still Von Miller. And I don't think I could even fault NPF if he got smoked because Von Miller is one of the greatest of all time. So that right there with keeping Tannehill clean as one of my offensive keys, how they help NPF, that's something to watch. And then, like I mentioned, Derrick Henry just has to be Derrick Henry. The Titans had two explosive options last year in the offense. They had A.J. Brown, they have Derrick Henry. With Traylon Burks being a rookie and taking a little bit of time to progress and not being able to be his full potential, and whether he is or not being held back by the coaching staff and not getting the, the adequate snaps to represent his explosiveness, explosiveness Derrick Henry's going to have to be the man. We're going to need to see vintage Derrick Henry in this game. That's the only way. That's the only way Derrick Henry did it last year. They're going to need it. It's going to be a big-time game, and your big-time players have to step up. They have to step up. Derrick Henry has to be himself. And not only that, but the guy I just mentioned, and this is more of a coaching thing, you got to get Traylon Burks the ball. You got to, I mean, he averaged the most yards after catch, per catch, of any wide receiver in the NFL last week. He averaged the second most separation. And a lot of that is scheme. A lot of that is the Titans are putting Traylon Burks in certain spots during certain plays to try to get him looks. Well, the Kobe Bryant meme, uh, the Kylo Ren meme, whatever, more, more, more. We just... Last year, it was Derrick Henry. It was A.J. Brown. And for better or for worse, Traylon Burks is always going to be compared and linked to A.J. Brown. And at the end of the day, I agree with Mike Vrabel's early sentiments. It's the Jimmys and the Joes, not the X's and the O's. Your star players win you games in big moments. Jeffrey Simmons, Evan Flyer. These are the players who step up and make big plays. If the Titans want to win the game, Derrick Henry has to be amazing. Traylon Burks has to go off. Period. But I'll tell you whether or not I think that happens when I give you my game and score prediction in just a second. Before we get into it, though, I do want to tell you guys about Turo. Turo is basically Airbnb, but for renting a car. They have the largest marketplace for sharing cars. Uh, you can book any car that you want, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts. They have a ton of different options, and they're in the United States, Canada, and the UK. You can get that spacious SUV or minivan for a family road trip. 
You can get a classic or luxury vehicle for a special event. Find just an affordable economy car when you're on a budget. You need to get the A to B. Or you could even test drive like a new electric vehicle and just see if it fits your day-to-day lifestyle. Many of Turo's hosts can even deliver your car right to you every trip is backed by liability insurance terms and conditions and exclusions apply. Ditch your boring rental car and find your drive at Turo.com. Titans fans, we are going to cap off today's game preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. The Titans have a big Monday night football matchup against the Buffalo Bills. We have seen this movie before. Not many people are expecting the Tennessee Titans to win, and as a matter of fact, they are double-digit underdogs in Vegas and per bet online. So, my prediction for the game, Before I get into it, I want to thank you for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day. As for your second listen, check out the Peacock and Williamson podcast. Brian Peacock, NFL analyst, former NFL scout, Matt Williamson, breaking down the NFL Monday through Friday from a national angle. You get some great insights there. It's free and available on all platforms all the time. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Subscribe to the Peacock and Williamson podcast. But uh, for my prediction, so... I would imagine that a lot of you guys are not going to be surprised by this. And if you listen to Crossover Thursday with Joe Marino, I'm not going to change my prediction here. I think the Titans lose this game 31-23. to I think they put up a valiant effort. I really do. I could see it being like 24-23. And then the Bills go down and score a touchdown. And then the Titans go down and don't score a touchdown. So. I'm not going to lie to you guys. The difference, in my opinion, between the Titans losing last week and winning last week, the Titans used to pull out games like that at home against a a worse team. Yeah, they'd play bad. They'd be up up and down on offense. It'd be annoying. The defense would give up some big plays but still look awesome at times. It's just a perfect, oh, they look great. Oh, they look terrible and nothing in between which is what we seem to get from the Titans all the time. Um, and we get we got both of it in that game. We got the Titans defense looking like everything we thought the Titans defense would be. We got the Titans offense getting seven pass plays of 20 yards, and that's number one in the NFL right now. So we get the explosive plays, and you know we get some big runs from Derrick Henry. It, it, it's either terrible or awesome, and no in between. Well... The reason the Titans used to pull those games out, I think about the game against San Francisco. I think about the game in 2021 uh, or 2020 in the regular season against Baltimore. I think about the game uh, against Houston at the end of 2021. Or at the end of 2020. Get my ears mixed up. At the end of 2020. The Titans would play with their food in these games. And then they'd find a way to win at the end. And a lot of these games that are coming to my mind, the player who made the play at the end doesn't play for the Titans anymore. 
The Titans needed one more big play to beat the Giants. Just one more big play. And they beat them. But they couldn't get it. And I think that the Titans are going to need one more big play. They're going to be one big play away from beating the Bills. Or having a chance to tie. I just think there's one big play missing from the Titans offense right now. Titans have these big plays, and then they'll go through lulls, and then they'll have a couple of big plays, and that's how they survived. That's how they survived, especially last year. That's what it was. They'd play with their food, but they'd have enough big plays from their best players to get it done at the end. I just don't think they can do that right now. I think Traylon Burks maybe could be that guy eventually. I even think Derrick Henry gets back on track in this game. I really do. I think Derrick Henry's in for a good season, guys. As long as he stays healthy, he's going to get back in form. Yeah, he didn't look good in week one. I admit that. I said that from the start. And he admitted that. And Mike Vrabel talked about that as well. That Henry left some yards out there, missed some holes. He's going to get back in form. I'm worried about that one explosive play in the offense. Can Traylon Burks do it now? Because they need him to do it now. And hopefully the coaches coaching staff will put him in a position to do it now. But I just don't think that week two is that time. I think this may be a year where the Titans struggle early on but play a lot better later into the year. Because I think they need that element from Burks, and I don't know if the coaches are ready to give it to him, and I don't know if he's ready to take it. So I'm not saying the Titans get blown out. By any stretch of the means, that's insanity, in my opinion. If they do, we have a different conversation to have. Uh, the Titans compete in these games. It's, every game is competitive, whether the team is awful or great. So for me, I'm sticking with the prediction of 31 to 23. 31-23. The Titans are one big play away from tying it. And who knows after that? So I think that I we can't be shocked if the Titans win these games. We just simply can't. But I also can't pick them to win going into Buffalo with all the motivation they'll have from last year and just simply the talent gap between these teams and the coaching gap, especially with the coordinators. Well, at least on offense. So I'm hoping this would be a huge win for the Titans and it wouldn't be shocking but I think they're just one big play on offense away from being able to stay in the game. 31-23 Buffalo is my pick. And if you follow me on Twitter at all, you know that there is no superpower. There is no superpower more powerful than my ability to reverse jinx this team to greatness. So if the Titans do go out there and win, you can thank me on Tuesday. But I'll be here live directly after the game finishes to break everything down with you guys. So make sure you stay subscribed to the Locked on Titans podcast. That's going to do it for me today, folks. I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.